but hello everybody and for the folks who will be listening to the podcast later on um we're pastors gary and kim miller of new creation family church in springfield missouri and for the people that are listening to the podcast welcome to the transformation podcast we have a good word for you all today hi i'm pastor gary i'm going to just kick off here with reading the scripture uh, this is uh, 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1. But know this, that in the last days perilous times will come. Now, there isn't anybody on this planet that don't know that we're living in perilous times. I mean, you have, have climate, drastic climate changes, unusual for different areas of the world. You've got the COVID and all the repercussions of that. There's financial problems in the world. There's problems between countries. Yeah. Uh, we live in perilous times. And uh, the world doesn't know any better. The rest yeah. of this chapter, or verse here, some more of it. Uh, verse 2, men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanders, slanderers, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power, and from such people turn away. Now that's just the people that are part of perilous times but all these other things that are going on in the world uh, it's a tough time to be a Christian now let me clarify what being a Christian is everybody who says they're a Christian aren't uh, the word Christian means Christ like ones Christ means the un- anointing and his anointing and the anointed one so we're supposed to be anointed like christ was anointed he was anointed jesus was anointed to go about doing good and and destroying the works of the devil and then he told us to go do likewise you know we do the works that he did and greater works that we should do and but too many people that profess to be christians aren't doing any of those things very few of them and being a christian is more than just saying a prayer asking jesus into your heart and then living like the world that doesn't cut it Uh, there's much more to being a christian than that and there's a place that you can be as a christian where the perilous times won't touch you and we're going to talk about that a little bit uh, Pastor Kim. So in Psalm 91, I'd like to read to you folks in the Amplified Bible because it really expands on what the meaning is of this. Really cool. It says, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall remain stable and fixed under the shadow of the Almighty whose power no foe can withstand. Okay, so he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High. See, there's conditions to Psalm 91. You know, dwelling in the secret place in Most High, that's just being a person of prayer, having a lifestyle of prayer. Um, 
And that also means listening to the Holy Ghost, um, being a person of the Word of God, you know, abiding in Him like the Bible commands us to do. Because without Him, we can do nothing. And um, that's the first condition um, to remain stable and fixed under the shadow of the Almighty. And that's a place of power no folk can withstand when you have a prayer life, when you're abiding in Him. That's awesome, you know. So that's the first condition to having Psalm 91 work in your life. And then it says, I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge, my fortress, my God on him. I lean and rely, and in him I confidently trust. Now another con condition to having that work is saying what the word says, enforcing our covenant rights. See, the word of God, our covenant rights, are voice activated by faith. We say, Lord, he's our refuge, our fortress, our God, and on him I will lean and rely and confidently trust. And like I said, it's voice activated by faith. We have to believe. We confidently trust in him, as it says. For then, see, it says you got to do those things, things. Then he will deliver you. Then you give him permission to work in your life. See, when we cooperate with God by being a doer of what his word says, then we give him permission to work in our lives. See, it says, for then he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his pinions, and under his wings you shall trust and find refuge. His truth and his faithfulness are a shield and a buckler. You shall not be afraid of the terror of the night, nor the arrow, the evil plots and slanders of the wicked that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in darkness, nor the destruction, sudden death, and surprise that lay waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side, and thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Only a spectator shall you yourself be inaccessible in the secret place of the Most High as you witness the reward of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord your God your refuge, Most High, your dwelling place. See, you have to do all these things. It says it right there. There shall no evil before you, no plague or calamity come near your tent. Now, Pastor Gary is going to tell you what the word on plague means. The plague, I looked it up in the dictionary, and plague means a severe epidemic, epidemic yeah. disease. Yeah. Sound familiar, y'all? <laughs> uh, but it, if you live under the shadow of the Almighty, then you're living in a place where that can't touch you, yeah. if you believe it. Yeah. And and that's part of being a Christian is right. believing. A believer yeah. is a right. simply simply right. stated believing God right. and His Word, mm -hmm. and then using your authority. Then yeah, using your authority yeah. that God has given you, you in the name of Jesus, yeah. the blood of yeah. Jesus, by your words, and by your words, you you, that's how you believe in your heart. Word. You confess it with your mouth. Yeah. You you yeah. say it. And there's a part of that verse in Psalm 91 that is action right. for us. Yeah, uh, there's for us to do it here. For us to do it, to hear it, and yeah. speak it. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's just not automatic. Right. Just because you're a Christian right. don't mean you have this divine protection. Yeah. No, you have to and you have to do your part yeah. and your first step in that is that uh, relationship amen. with the Father God and it is an intimate yep. mm -hmm. close mm -hmm. we have we have been given 
through Jesus the ability to to enter boldly into the throne of grace to receive mercy and grace to help in time of need. We can go before God and and talk with Him, um, ask Him questions, uh, listen to Him, just spend time with Him, bask in His presence, let Him love you, let Him teach you, let him encourage you, let him swallow you up in peace that passes all understanding. You can get to that place and it's really easy. You know, the the Bible says that the way of a, the transgressor is hard. It's easy to step into the presence of God. You have a right. You have that covenant right to present to, to enter into the presence of God and then you get in there and you stay in there all through your day. You yeah. start out and I'm I'm made a commitment to yeah. start my day this way. Mm-hmm. And um, I was pretty good at speaking, you know, commanding the angels to encamp around about me before I go out and the world and drive around in my vehicle and I was on the streets every day driving and you know it says a thousand shall fall at your right hand thousand fall at your right hand ten thousand at your left but it shall not come nigh you and and I was in some incidences where it could have been horrible but it didn't come nigh me the closest it ever came was a little broken glass on my windshield but it didn't damage my vehicle or, or me or anybody that was with me. But it it's more than just saying I mean you gotta you've got to become a dweller in the secret place of the most high. And then when you do that and you you assign the angels to watch over you and keep you in all your ways and you you confess with your mouth that no plague shall come nigh our dwelling then you have that right now there's a spot in here it says right here it says for he will give his angels charge over you to accompany and defend you and preserve you in all your ways of obedience and service see we need to be people that are quick to repent always so live a lifestyle of repentance and make things right quickly because we all miss the mark but we should be endeavoring to live a holy life with the help of the holy spirit but see it says that right there that it's important to be a doer of the word to have god's protection on us and to do all these things we said to enforce our covenant protection and every part of our covenant yeah so we encourage you <laughs> I strongly encourage you to do what it takes to make the adjustments in your lifestyle to get in the presence of God, to to dwell there. Where a person dwells is where they make their habitation. That's where they spend their quality time. That's where they where their their security is. I mean, you dwell in a house, and it keeps you protected from the rain and from the sun and from 
the elements and from the boogeyman and <laughs> you, you know uh, the loud neighbors down the street I mean you know you you're kind of sheltered in in that and but this is way above the natural flesh things this is this is so much more powerful so much more uh, encompassing uh, to have this kind of relationship with your creator mm -hmm. to where you can look through the feathers and see the destruction coming on the people of the world that that don't have a covenant that don't know that that are totally driven crazy by by these things that are going on in the world and see it happen to them, but it won't touch you. But that'll that'll create a compassion inside of you to reach out and and share the good news with people so that they can be free from all this nonsense that's going on around right. us in this world. Mm -hmm. This perilous times that we're living yeah. in. People need Jesus more than ever. Mm -hmm. I'm going to finish reading the rest of this. Um, because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high. Now, Jesus said, if you love me, you'll obey me, just like we we're talking about. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high because he knows and understands my name, has a personal knowledge of my mercy, love and kindness, trust relies on me, knowing I will never forsake him, no, never. So it doesn't talk about just the casual nature of a God. It talks about someone that's serious with God. Yeah. Not just, you know... You know, just whatever, lukewarm. And he shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him with long life. Will I satisfy him and show him my salvation? And and long life. Uh, now, I want to share with you something. I was reading an article by Kenneth Copeland about long life. And he, he shared this story of uh, an officer, military officer that came to him and told him, he says, I'm going to be deployed uh, and he says, our unit has had terrible st casualties uh, and he says, I want you to pray for me that I will go through that deployment without any harm and Kenneth Copeland told him, he says, I want you to do what this army officer did in World War I. He took, he, he told his men, memorize Psalm 91. Memorize it. And have them, each one memorize it to the point where you can go, say, chapter three, or verse 3, and they could quote it. Or verse 7, and they could quote it. And he says, you do that, and then you go on, on your tour of duty. When you come back, call me and tell me how it went. Mm -hmm. And so two years later, he said, about 2.30 in the morning, my phone rings. And I look to see who it was, and it's this Army officer. So he picks it up, and uh, he says, the guy told me, he says, I know it's awfully early in the morning, but I just got back and I couldn't wait to call and tell you <laughs> there wasn't a single man in my unit that was seriously harmed. 
No one died. No one was was drastically injured. They all came through it unscathed. Why? Because they knew who they were. They had the covering of the Most High God. And through their faith in that, and they they came back from a unit that historically had high casualty rate and not a one of them. And so that just shows how powerful this is. And, you know, I don't know the spiritual condition of any of those men if they were born again, but they memorized that and put it to work in their lives. And if they weren't born again when they left, I bet you they were when they came back. <laughs> but anyway, um, this is serious stuff. We live in perilous times. And you go outside your door, you put yourself at risk if you don't have this kind of covering. And so God loves you. He cares deeply about you. And he made tremendous provision for you to have long life on this earth and Jesus said the devil came to steal kill and destroy but I've come to give life and that more abundantly and God has provided the way for us to walk in abundant life and freedom from pestilence freedom from people doing weird stuff uh, you know all the, the 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 groaning of the earth that we're experiencing through this climate change and all all these things uh, it's all talked about in the Bible it's no surprise to God but he has a way for his people to not only survive it but overcome it and so, take this to heart. Make yourself do what you need to do to get in that place of abiding, abiding in the shadow of the Most, the high. Of the most yeah. high. It's worth it. So, God loves you. We love you. And be blessed. In Jesus' name.